Welcome to episode number 12 of the Getting Things Done podcast from Digital Nordic. I'm Morten Røvik and I'm here with my friend and colleague Lars Rotskill Henriksen. Hello Lars. Hi Morten, happy to be back for another episode and um, I think this will be a good one. Um, so the, for those of you listening for the first time, uh, the goal of this podcast is really to support you in establishing the, the good habits in, in GTD to, to clear your mind and be, and be more productive and, and less stressed. And I uh, really hope that you find these episodes valuable regardless of your experience with GCD. Um, and if you want a refresher or just if you're new to GCD, a good starting point are the first six episodes of the podcast. So if you haven't heard about GCD before, go back and re-listen to those. Good. Um, today's topic is GTD or getting things done for teams. And why is this at all relevant, Loris? Well, um, we all collaborate with people. So GTD is about personal productivity, obviously, but um, we're not living alone. We're not only working by ourselves. We have a lot of people that we connect with. We we have clients that, that we need to, to service. Um, and we also, you know, when, when you start to really become good at, at GTD, you'll often find um, that you need to figure out ways to work with, with non-GCDers. Uh, so there are different, you know, ways of working. We all have our own styles of working, but uh, it often is the case that when you become good at GCD, then you'll you'll find that that you need to to figure out the right way to to manage how you communicate and work with uh, with uh, others. So. Um, as a starting point, Morten, why would we be doing this? Why is this uh, important? Or what, what's your experience in this? No, my experience is that if you are alone, GTD, you will enhance your personal productivity and you will, uh, as you said, maybe uh, feel some friction towards your, your colleagues and co-workers who don't deliver on the same, um, at the same standard or the same level as you. And then when people do this together, they have some benefits uh, on the individual level, of course, but also you will have a common language and a common understanding of what productivity is. So that when you talk to someone and you tell them, well, I have a waiting for for you on this subject, where are you at? You, you passed your deadline for this. And you, they, will, you, you know, it's, uh, they, they will understand what is a waiting for and why is this important. And another thing that to remember is that when you work in a team, collaborate with people, you're part of an organization or a big company, it's important you can use different parts of the getting things done, done methodology. As you might remember from the previous episodes, we talk about control and perspective. Controls, control is the five steps of GTD, by the way, back to episode two to six, uh, which t gives you the possibility to control and get uh, under control your life and work. So you make the right stuff. But how do you know what the right stuff is? When it comes to an organization, then you can use what we call the horizons of focus model that gives you perspective. So just briefly on the horizons of focus, uh, why are, is this model interesting as well? To align everybody in the organization, in the department or in the project to the same why. Why are we doing this? And what we call the, the what. What, what is important here? What is the framework and what's the standards we need to adhere to to make this as, um, a good success? 
And this model helps you to, you know, move forward more efficient and more effective, more productive uh, than before when you are an individual doing GTD. If your whole team, your whole, whole organization was, was doing this, um, it would be better for everyone, actually. So, um, and we are going to talk to uh, talk about something called a natural planning model. What is that, Lars, and why is that relevant? Yeah, so when we talk about GCD for teams, um, one way to align everyone, like you just mentioned, on the, the different horizons of focus when it comes to a specific uh, specific uh, project um, is this natural planning model, which we uh, were going through in a, in a previous episode. So you have the different steps there. You can go find and back that, go back and find that episode to to go more into detail on that. But it's it it is a really interesting. Um, a way to approach projects and products, uh, sorry, projects, and uh, especially across different teams. I, I've found it really valuable because we all have our own perspectives and filters set up on what we see and what's the goal of these different projects. Um, but but to have everyone everyone in the room uh, define the, why we do this, what's the the vision, where are we actually heading with this, and then brainstorm because people from marketing, people from IT, people from HR, if we're all involved, uh, especially in bigger companies, we all have our own you know um, ways of looking at these things, and we come up with uh, different results. And having that uh, alignment across the teams, understanding where people are heading, uh, is is really a great way to make sure that we are are working on the right things, working to Together, because you will also sometimes find. I think I'm reminded just as I'm saying this back to the um, the GTD summit, uh, where our, one of our colleagues, uh, Sabri from Germany, I think, mentioned that um, uh, soccer players would uh, rather lose. Uh, you know, the defensive players would rather lose one nil than win five five to four because there were less goals scored in their in their uh, in their goal right so 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 um, this often I think takes place in um, in bigger companies that, that people have their own you know perspectives and focus and things that they they they, they value and, and protect so uh, I think for, for me the natural planning model has been has been great regarding this. <clears throat> but then moving forward what what's next uh, because this is uh, this is obviously the starting point we we get a good clear picture of how we move forward uh, but as always comes back to to the personal productivity aspect you're on a team but but when you're back at your desk you are the one that that needs to move this uh, this forward um so for example having having that project list like we talked about earlier what are my active projects both for yourself but also aligning with others aligning with a boss for example uh, i i know from from people who have attended seminars in denmark that you know they've really struggled to um, to maintain the right amount of work that they are capable of doing at any given time um, so having that project list well defined, what are my outcomes, and aligning with others on that, um, people that uh, that um, you know assign different projects to you, be clear on what you are actively working on. That's uh, that project list is really valuable. And certainly the delegated project as well. So if you are the person delegating it, I know from from previous projects as well, having that delegated projects list is just um, invaluable. When you when you sit down, have these uh, check-ins, touch base, status meetings, whatever you want to call them, that you can walk through that list and really show people that you're actually you know engaged in what you have delegated to them and really want to follow up and support them in, in yeah. getting that uh, that stuff yeah. done. Can I can I just stop you for a second? Mm -hmm. There is that I see, I see uh, 
uh, people don't say this, but it's it, between the lines is that when you're in a meeting and you have a, a boss or a manager who don't do GTD and who don't have the full overview, who write everything down, it's kind of, some people speculate in that he won't remember this or she won't remember this. So I can, I can say yes to this and next time she, she, he or she won't remember. And um, if you used uh, this model as a manager, you will be the, the person who never forgets. You will be the elephant who, who, uh, who will remember everything, all commitments uh, given by your, um, your, um, both your superiors and your, your uh, employees. So, yeah. Mm, exactly, exactly. Um, and also, yeah. So, 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 also to capture things that are, you know, coming coming your way, or to identify them, and to mitigate any risks, or finding a different way around it. Uh, you know, what what are the challenges that you're facing uh, with this project? Uh, really try to to work. I think everything just works so much smoother when you have that nice, clean uh, list of things that you can can talk from. At least that's that's my personal experience. Mm-hmm. Um, and then really also on, on the, the lowest level, looking back at the different horizons of focus all the way down to, to capturing things like you already mentioned, uh, having common language about waiting for us. Um, I am um, again reminded of a colleague when we um, we spoke about these waiting for us. They also mentioned perhaps that was even in the GCD summit as well, um, changing the terminology, for example. So instead of um, chasing people for information, that's often a phrase uh, that that you use out there to um, say, I'm still waiting for someone. Well, changing that, chasing Thomas for the information to I'm waiting for Thomas to get back to me. Um, it's it's a small thing. It's a subtle thing, but it, it really does matter how you how you phrase that and how, uh, you know, um, how you communicate about the about the company. Mm. Um, so 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 those kinds of small things that you capture things that doesn't mean I don't trust you. That means that I recognize that my brain is not able to handle the complexity of the jobs that we are doing. Uh, it's not that I don't trust you. I'm just putting it in here so we we know that this will be done. Mm. Um, yeah, and then you know things like agenda lists as well. I think are obvious when we talk about GCD for teams. Um, when the next action is to talk to someone, put it on the agenda list, especially in these big off settings where you can really see that 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 people are struggling to you know maintain their focus dive into the work that they're doing and and, and not be interrupted uh, having that agenda list so you can you know capture these five things and when I have your attention rather than interrupting you while you're working go through that list um, that that's really valuable yes and another thing about just uh, detail about agenda for list is if you have an agenda for lists with um, on our they work the best if you have a regular meetings with these people, you know, once a week, every second week or something. And that, that the item you put there can wait until the next meeting. Um, if you don't, if you don't, if you can't wait, you make a, a next action instead and send an email, call, just go and talk to the person, something, whatever it is. Um, if you put it on the agenda for, you will not trust that list <laughs> because... Mm. Uh, you know it's not handled good if it can't wait so rhythmical um, scheduled meetings um, agenda for works best for that Exactly for people, and also I would add for meetings. Yeah, uh, so exactly. so so regular stand-up meetings, staff meetings, uh, you know those kinds of things where you want to mention something. Mm. It's just it's worked really well for me to have a specific list that I know. Okay, I, mm. when we get to that meeting, I always pick up that list. I know yeah. I'll be reminded when I when yeah. I need to. 
And, and we use this, of course, we eat our, David Allen would call this eat your own dog food, is that we eat our own dog food here. And when Lars and I talk, we have an agenda for each other, the things that we need to talk about, mention something. And this is, um, this is valuable because then we don't have to remember this, all the details until next meeting. But we pull up the list and the list reminds us of the talking points we have to get through in this meeting. And that works really well, doesn't it? It's it does, uh, and I think it also. Um, I think it's even becoming more valuable as as the complexity grows. Because thinking about bigger companies, um, I did a speech last week in one of the really big companies here in Denmark, an IT company. Um, and when we talk about tools, they have so many different ways to communicate. So obviously, good old face to face, or or maybe via phone or Skype or whatever it could be, uh, ways to talk these things through. That's where we use the agenda list. But but really. Um, like you just mentioned, giving people the um, reminding people to think about how they should communicate this because we tend to just pick a channel uh, that we think might make sense. So I'll just send you a message, or I'll put it on, you know, uh, an email, or I'll I'll give you a call, or I'll, you know, really reflect on what how to this this topic that I'm looking at. How would I like to discuss that with you? Is it a simple email message that I can just get your confirmation on, or should we talk this thing through once we we are are talking? I, I think that's um, that's an added bonus of this. Exactly. And one other aspect of GTD for Teams is that something I, I recommend people when I go into Teams is that they should have a discussion. And I could, of course, come with some pointers. Maybe we will make another episode about this, but email best practices, mm-hmm. internal emails. So what is our internal email best practice for if I send you an email, what does that mean? What is your response time for this? What, is, what can I expect from you when I send you an email? And what does CC mean when I carbon copy mm-hmm. you on something? What does that mean really? <clears throat> um, and this, these are good conversation points that uh, a team that works with GTD can raise and, and you'll establish how do we communicate so that we don't uh, destroy our attention when we have attention on a project or a, on a task or a next action, whatever you want to work on right now. How, how can we make sure that we, we have time for concentration? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it's so interesting to see these, you know, people have when when you then ask people in the in in the different companies, so what are your communication standards, such as email and also for the for the other channels, and and some people will be very clear, and some people will be looking around the room to see what are, what are the others saying. Mm-hmm. Uh, what I have found was that people with the the most experience in a specific company, they would then they would have a good idea, and they may even know us of a corporate standard. But when you then look around the room, because they thought that everyone knew this, but it turns out that basically nobody knew that you know one business day was the standard for replying to an email and mm-hmm. um, so so again defining this also for new people joining the companies it's it's it would be amazing for me i think to to show up at a company and then well this these are the standards that we work from when we have mm-hmm. you know these are for the different channels if, if you get an onboarding document outlining mm-hmm. um, email best practices for internal emails that makes your communication and your life as a newly employed so much easier i totally Mm, agree with you yeah yeah exactly and then also you know why uh, another reason to how this uh, implementing gtd helps a company i think uh, is that it increases trust 
And um, and that comes from, you know, that you trust your employees or you trust your colleagues more, that, that they capture things, they have their uh, stuff under control. Um, and that also expands to the company. So really that you trust your colleagues then really uh, grows to, to appreciating the company more. So so we find, or at least I find that people are, are more happy when when they do this. We know this from, from studies as well. Um, and that, that reflects on the company. So coming back to why should a, a company invest in, in making uh, or supporting their employees used to use GTD and um, that's that's a pretty good reason I think exactly and um, and it also if you make this um, if, if you implement GTD for everyone in a team um, their their trust to each other of course uh, increases and their their ability to deliver faster better results without you know with less mistakes is uh, uh, you know mistakes in in business cost money um, and I think that's one of the, the, the big benefits is that you make less mistakes. You, you, you make sure you work on the right things more than just work hard. Mm-hmm. And, um, I, one of the things I, I am blessed with the fortune of talking to a lot of the, what would you call them, leaders in the Norwegian industries. Uh, I talk to executive management teams, CEOs, CEOs and presidents. And one of the things they all tell me confidentially of course but they all tell me the same thing which may make it common is that we are really good at if we see problems is to fix the problems quickly but it costs a lot to fix the problems because we have to do overtime we have to uh, you know add resources to the project to make it successful and and we would really like to not make mistakes we don't have to add uh, the additional resources to the to the project to finish it we would like to do it correctly the first time and that will save us a lot of money and this is gtd for teams will help you do that produce more of the right things with less mistakes yeah and and the last one i would would add to that uh, looking at the productivity is also i find that the, the number of meetings will typically go down because people are more on top of their inboxes you have agenda list to make sure that the items are clarified so you can move things forward um, and, and number of meetings is really a challenge in a lot of organizations not all certainly but a lot of organizations really spend way too much time in meetings um, rather than being able to to deliver on what they should be working on, yeah. so so having tools available to lower that uh, that amount of meetings is mm. is uh, really a lot of value for for a lot of people. Yeah, and and I also say that when when especially if you work, it's of course uh, valuable in any organization, but especially if you work in distributed organizations where people work in, uh, from different locations and you have to collaborate. Um, virtually or you have to collaborate um, uh, where you, you're not synchronously talking to each other but you have different time zones for instance and you have then you need a tool for collaboration also for showing people when and we're looking into this um, different tools for collaborating so that when somebody finishes something across time zones you'll you'll get a push notification or an email that's this this um, uh, desired outcome was achieved. So now you can move on. You know, and this is when you have all people talking the same language, desired outcomes, next actions. It makes it a lot easier um, to move things forward. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Definitely. So, okay. I think maybe this wraps it up. Do you have something to add? 
No, I think that's uh, that's about it. But for those of you listening, um, hope that you find this valuable. If you have anything to add, be sure to to let us know. Uh, podcast at gcdnordic.dk. If you have any additional tips or things that you've experienced or things that we we might have missed, then maybe we can uh, can share that somewhere or perhaps in a in a future episode. And um, if you want to find more information about the work that we do, go to gcdnordic.com. You will find our newsletter, a lot of different articles, um, links to the podcast, um, and and much more. Uh, gcdnordic.com will link you to the uh, country website in the Nordics of your, your choice. Um, and like I said, I hope you find it valuable. If you do, then please do share it with, uh, with a colleague or, or rate it on iTunes. It really helps the discoverability of the podcast to probably help um, even more people learn GCD. Exactly. So thank you for listening and uh, welcome back in a couple of weeks time. Thank you, Lars, and have a great uh, two weeks, everybody. Bye bye. Thanks, everyone. Bye bye.